welcome to another episode of Startup Hustle Middle East. We are so excited today because we have Briar Prestige with us today. So Briar is a full-on hustler. Uh, she is an entrepreneur. She is a spokesperson. She has launched Deals in High Heels as well as Briar Prestige International. Um, her skills are working with C-level executives on personal branding, PR, and uh, marketing and she has some really really cool ideas for what you can do as an entrepreneur so welcome to the show thank you so much for having me here so briar can you give us a little bit of background on how you got to deals in high heels and briar prestige international tell us a little bit about yourself sure so i'm originally from a very small town in new zealand called darfield you never would have heard of it i haven't heard uh, of it. <laughs> <laughs> so a very small town uh, following graduation, I took a crazy decision to move to, first of all, Australia, and then I moved to New York City. And it was there I started working as a waitress. I started working in real estate, and that was when I realized how much I enjoyed the hustle and how much I enjoyed business development, going out there, getting deals, um, being a businesswoman, essentially. After that, I moved to London, mm -hmm. where I started working in recruitment. So again, I know we're still not on the marketing page yet, but, <laughs> but bear with me. And then I started building my own brand on the side. So it was a very cold winter's night one day, and I was like, you know what, I'm going to build a website. Mm -hmm. And I, I built a website, and I was like, I love building websites. And I um, started my, my social media, and I started building my brand. And that's when I had people come to me and say, hey, we see what you're doing online. We see you building your brand on social media, creating content, um, speaking at events. How can we do that too? And then I was like, oh, I think there's a market for this. Mm -hmm. So that's essentially how my agency started because, oh, hey, wow. I don't give out all my, my bits and pieces for free. <laughs> so um, I started my agency, um, started deals in high heels, but... It wasn't until I moved to Dubai that I started our Deals and High Heels events, which we are quite uh, well known for. Mm -hmm. Now, essentially what the Deals and High Heels events are is I arrived in Dubai. I was like, right, I've been living all around the world. I need to very quickly build up my network here in the mm -hmm. region. And um, one of the ways that I did that was, again, through my personal brand. And I'll be sharing a lot more about that with you guys um, later on in the conversation but I also started these deals and high heels events and essentially what we have is a speaker come in mm -hmm. uh, talk about personal professional development whatever I think the businesswoman community of Dubai would really learn and benefit from I'm a huge advocate for lifelong learning and mm -hmm. I think we've got so much we can all learn from each other and yeah we all come together once a month it's it's like a talk show format and then it turns into a keynote we've got a hundred people coming to our next event this month so it's going to be awesome okay and yeah it's been a very quick way I could build up my my network here and then obviously through Briar Prestige International we're very much working with uh, entrepreneurs c-suite executives uh, building their brand through that uh, digital media so through podcasts and video series mm -hmm. and also as well on social media and then through your more traditional PR strategies as well Okay, so I have a question on deals and high heels. Is it exclusively for women to attend? It is, yes. Oh, and I okay. always get a lot of men, sorry, <laughs> <laughs> asking if they can come and, and, and asking why they can't come. And it's not that I don't like men. I love men. <laughs> but, um, you know, I just think there's so many networking events out there for both men and women. Mm -hmm. And it's really allowed me to drill down and think, okay, what are the challenges business women are facing here in Dubai? What kind of content can we bring them? What kind of keynote presenters can come in and, and, and teach us all uh, about certain things so are the speakers uh, as well all women or so we've had male and female yeah because i i thought i saw that yeah yes so yeah. we had dave crane who is a hilarious and amazing motivational speaker come in last year and he, we got a great turnout for that one okay cool. okay do men get intimidated when they see like a hundred women <laughs> i think they pretend to be but secretly they quite enjoy it okay okay <laughs> interesting Very can cool. you speak in front of a hundred women i don't know it sounds intimidating <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah women yeah. are super judgy <laughs> 
in a yeah. good way in a good way yeah, yeah. <laughs> um anyway so um so uh we thought it'd be interesting if you came in and shared some of your pr strategies for startups because i know pr is a hugely important part of any growing company uh it's kind of free uh reach out there to, uh, it's kind of a marketing strategy as well so um would you share some advice with uh, what new founders can p- possibly do to like start their pr efforts yeah. mm-hmm. of course and i guess the beauty of uh digital and having social media as well as we are more connected than ever yeah yeah so i approach pr from a very uh non-traditional standpoint mm-hmm. uh, i actually you know like i said come from a digital background and i've got a digital marketing diploma so i think it's very important for entrepreneurs here in the region to have an online offline pr strategy mm-hmm. now a way that, that you can do this is first of all start off by having a, a good online presence so get a professional picture taken now i know that this can be expensive for mm-hmm. a, a lot of people especially entrepreneurs when you're starting up there's a million different costs you've got to think about but get yeah. a professional picture taken you will have this for at least 2 years mm-hmm. and uh, i noticed uh, for myself i changed my linkedin picture recently i went from being bright red to bright pink and since i did that i have 80% more people visiting my linkedin page wow. now this is just i'm not even kidding this wow. is and like and you think it's something so simple right something like so simple yeah. i didn't so even think about that yeah, yeah. yeah. so yeah. play around with it and have like a bright color background or a bright color top that you're wearing for your linkedin page mm-hmm. and this is like super easy brand awareness i'm doing nothing yeah. i'm just sitting mm-hmm. there on linkedin and people are looking at my profile which is awesome so just by changing your linkedin you can increase your brand awareness significantly and mm-hmm. it's a very easy thing to do. So once you've got your LinkedIn profile picture changed, it's important to have an appropriate bio that showcases your experience and showcases the value that you will bring to your customers. Mm-hmm. A lot of people think sure. it's all to do with me me me, but it's not. It's to do with your target market. Mm-hmm. How do you want them to perceive you? Yeah, I think that's a really good point. We had um Spencer Lodge recently oh, on a podcast. Oh, he's great. Yes, know I know Spencer. Yeah, so so I think we'll have uh plenty of conversations about oh, you know this person as well. So yes. um yeah. but uh we had Spencer on the podcast and he was talking about his LinkedIn profile and his LinkedIn bio talks about how he's the sales rock star and it says something about helping you achieve your sales growth by yeah. whatever whatever very targeted Some, to the client yeah. yeah and like very like actionable value that i'm going to deliver to you um and that we thought was quite interesting and again something so simple that anyone can implement right away and see the results of that effective immediately 80% more growth you mentioned Absolutely. which is great so yeah any other tips um aside from that yep so after you've Well, definitely it's important to be thinking about yourself and think about where you want to go in 5 years time as well. Yeah. Um who do you want to be known as? Do you want to be the the blockchain expert or um yeah, and again thinking about your target market and connecting mm. those dots is really great. Mm-hmm. Now, once you've got all your social media bios at, up to date and all the pictures up to date, start thinking about the content you're going to be creating. And I'm sure Spencer said this to you as well, but mm. just go for it, you mm. know? Yeah. A lot of people really and a lot of entrepreneurs get stuck at at the 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 documenting part. They they don't know what to post and they they overthink it, but really practice does make perfect. You know, mm-hmm. it's like with anything. It's like with writing a caption. Of course, if you the more captions you write, the better you're going to be over time. Mm-hmm. But really trying to think about how you can either entertain your target market, inspire them, or educate, educate them. them absolutely, mm-hmm. yeah. rather mm-hmm. than just informing. Mm-hmm. So uh, I started a YouTube channel um 3 years ago. So awesome. if you if you see my first video and if you see the video I have today there's so much of an improvement like what you said is right uh practice definitely makes perfect and you know you have to start at some point otherwise you'll never get good at it you know speaking to the camera or um uh, you know addressing an audience or knowing what uh leads to longer watch time or something like that it really helps overall to get your message across i think Absolutely. Yeah. And even from, you know, we're we're getting a bit technical here, but the, yeah. the even from a digital marketing perspective, mm-hmm. as a digital marketer when you work with a brand, 
you, you start somewhere, but then it's really important that you are constantly measuring, seeing what gets the best engagement because quite yeah. often it's something completely different to what you thought it would be. And then you just yeah. reposition and start creating more of that. So get a feel for what your audience like. Yeah, yeah because virality is not something that is really predictable at, at all. all. Yeah. And um, looking at... I mean, we've done, we've been doing podcast episodes since July of 2018. And there have been some episodes that have performed way beyond uh, what we expected. So we've learned from that and we've adopted and we, for example, we added YouTube as part of our podcast strategy because we got feedback that a lot of people would like video content as well. Yeah. Um, we changed the duration of our podcast again based on feedback that we were getting because initially we started with 10-minute episodes and it was just the two of us. So people liked us having a conversation with one more party and a longer conversation. Yeah. Um, something to fill their commute, their drive time from Dubai to Abu Dhabi, for example. Um, and uh, also just in general, we've gotten more comfortable with the medium as well. Yeah. So we've been learning as, as we go. So Which yeah. is awesome. Yeah. yeah. And it's a great podcast. So thank you. <laughs> thank you. Even better now that you're in it. So yeah. <laughs> it's good to be here. Yeah. Cool. So any other tips for startups? Yep. So after so We've, we've talked about online, we're building our social media presence. Now, a way that I very quickly, again, grew my network here in Dubai was I used a heap of Dubai-based hashtags on Instagram. Mm. It seems so simple, but I, I go wild with them. So I use 30 hashtags. I put them in my comments, like hashtag Dubai, hashtag my Dubai, Dubai events, Dubai life. Mm -hmm. And, you know, and that's how I was, people say to me, how do you have so many followers on, on, link, on Instagram from Dubai? And I say, you know, we are so connected here. Mm. Everybody in Dubai is on Instagram, I feel. Yeah. Obviously, yeah. it's a super hot platform. Um, did you know that on LinkedIn, we are actually the most connected here in the region out of anywhere in the world? Oh, I believe wow. that. And yeah, because yeah. it's, it's, it's quite a small place, right? Like it, It's a small place. And I think that uh, because it's so transient as well, you have so many people coming in looking for jobs or looking mm -hmm. to connect with people. Um, and I think initially while you're figuring out which networking event is right for you and for women, that's deals and high heels. Um, <laughs> <Nice but plug>. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Very subtle, I think. Yeah. Um, so I think that I, I can imagine that LinkedIn is, is, uh, a very um, populated platform here Absolutely. for sure yeah and the algorithm still very very free on linkedin so it's where instagram and facebook were like five seven years ago yeah. so if yeah. i like your picture it gets shared out to my entire network and yeah. vice versa mm -hmm. so it's a really good place for startups now to mm -hmm. be building their brand um obviously very professionally yeah. linkedin culture is very professional mm -hmm. and it's important as well that you are thinking about the different cultures on social media so twitter is quite like sarcastic almost a bit bitchy yeah. uh, <laughs> and then um you know instagram is a fairly flexible platform very visual yeah. very yeah. visual but document your life don't create it i heard about this um this new private jet, which is now parked on some tarmac around Dubai, and you can actually pay <laughs> I, I to saw get pictures. That, that is oh, insane. insane. Fake pictures, yeah. Nowhere. Oh, look at me on my private jet, <laughs> going nowhere. Yeah, exactly. It's just parked mm, around here. Interesting yeah. clickbait for you. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> right? Maybe we could Check do our next podcast jet. in there. <laughs> yeah, and we'll be flying, of course. We won't of be course. parked anywhere. Absolutely. Yeah. Yes. yeah, that is insane. That is crazy. Yeah, yeah. Um, we saw complete kind of off topic, but um, we watched this show called Atlanta. Uh, Atlanta. Atlanta, where uh, there is this party and all these girls get to meet Drake and everyone's so excited. <laughs> and then when they get to the party, everyone's taking pictures with a life-size cutout of Drake and <laughs> posting no. it on Instagram and that's what's causing all the buzz. Yeah. So yeah. that's exactly what this private jet thing is like. Absolutely. It makes me a little bit sad for our civilization <laughs> that it's come to that but to be honest we've been using social media and all these platforms to really further our business and profile ourselves yeah. so but i think this line is getting a little bit blurry as well do you do you find that as as well absolutely and i'm so glad that we are talking about this because you know it's like what you say people 
are very much almost faking their lives. You know, we're mm. seeing such perfectly curated pictures now on Instagram. And to be mm. honest, I think a lot of people have had enough. Mm. You know, the, the reason that we started to enjoy following who are now our influencers is because we like to see their journey. Yeah. So entrepreneurs should not hold back from posting just because they feel they're not quite there yet. Actually, it's your journey where people really start to buy into you. They want to see you go from A to B. They want to see your progress. They want to, um, you know, that's how you can really build trust with someone actually is when you kind of p position your vulnerabilities and sort of put them out there. That's when your and target truly market. Be authentic, yeah, truly yeah. be authentic. Exactly right. Yeah. Don't fake it. Yeah, um, I've gone through your content and I have been following your journey for a while now. Um, and one of the articles that uh, I really enjoyed in Deals and High Heels was about how you got to being an entrepreneur and how it it didn't start off as a choice, but you made made it your choice and you live and breathe it and you're so happy. So can you talk a little, are you comfortable talking about that? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, 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 yeah of okay. course. So um you know, yeah, I guess I never really saw myself being an, an entrepreneur like back in the day. But, you know, once once I started building my brand and doing it on the side and working with clients, I was like, wow, this is so much better than my my day, day job, job yeah. in, in <laughs> my opinion. And, yeah. you know, I would I would wake up in the morning. I'd be studying for my digital diploma. It was like 5 a.m. I was like working my butt off. I would go to work and just kind of you know, just kind of do enough to, to get it done. And I would be dreaming about when I go home that evening so I can continue on working, doing marketing and all of that. And, you know, it had reached the point that my um, my managing director kind of pulled me into a room and she was like, Briar, if you were half as interested in this job as you were in your, your side hustle, like yeah. you would be doing amazingly. Mm. She's like, you know, I think this isn't really working out. I think we need to part ways. So essentially yeah. I was fired, um, <laughs> which was, I always laugh about these days because I've right. always been a bit of a, a high achiever. So to, yeah. to think that I was fired from a job, but you know, I kind of walked out that day and I was like, why don't I just do this full time? Yeah. Um, obviously, I didn't have a, a large sum of money. I had mm. maybe like a month's salary in my back pocket. So when I think back to that moment, I do think I am slightly crazy. <laughs> <laughs> halfway all, across. All, all hustlers are. Yeah, so. halfway across the other side of the world, no people to rely on. So obviously the first point people I had to convince was my parents. Yes. Um, you know, I had to make sure that they understood that I would be okay. And the worst mm. that could happen was, hey, I might end up on a plane back to New Zealand or right. I might end up on like a, a friend's sofa or something. <laughs> yeah. But I, I just said to them, listen, I... I've worked in sales before. I've worked in business development. I know I just need to go out there, do this many meetings, mm -hmm. um, meet this many people. Uh, you know, I, I, I believe in myself. I believe in my services and I believe in the value I have to give to people. I just mm. need time. Yeah. And, you know, I, by the end of the month, I, I had all the clients I, I needed. Oh, that's awesome. But, yeah, um, that's amazing. One month. For, for that moment. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> of course, over time, you know, it was, it was paying course, a lot less. Of course, once you get, yeah. that, get yeah. there, you're like, okay, five more clients, ten more clients. Yeah. Yeah. But you know what? We've actually been, we've had a very different strategy in terms of the agency. So rather than being an agency for, for everybody... Mm -hmm. um, on, on a retainer basis, we, we're very particular about who we work with. Mm -hmm. So I, I have to be really invested in, in the individual's brand. And, um, you know, I, I, I like to think that we produce really high quality work, mm -hmm. um, you know, for, for high profile clients as well. But in saying that, coming out to the workshops, doing the workshops with entrepreneurs, like I've got so much time for, you know, speaking at events and having meetings and, you know, sharing as, as all the knowledge I have because I mm. think it's so important and, you know, that's the value that I'm more than happy to, to you know, give yeah. out, of course. I want to hear about a case study of a client uh, where you help them build their personal brand and what uh, quantifiable impact it had on their business, on their startup. Mm -hmm. um, if you can share a story, if it's not confidential. No, of course. We have a majority of our CEOs on Instagram mm -hmm. and on obviously LinkedIn and uh, all the social platforms. So they mm. are out there. Um, so what we did uh, was, first of all, we give them a branding makeover. So update their LinkedIn, have a photo shoot with them, build them some media kits. Okay. So okay. what a media kit is, is essentially it's a 
a document that you would send event organizers when you're mm. pitching yourself for keynotes or for relevant panels. Mm. And this can be a great way to get in front of your target market. Uh, and also you can bring this into your content strategy as well. So for instance, I will ring up the event organizers directly uh, and that's a very important thing. It's, mm. First of all, it's very hard to get the right person on the phone. So do be persistent. Sometimes I ring event organized companies about 13, 14 times. I'm oh, wow. very persistent. But, you know, yeah. it's very hard sometimes to find the right pe- person to speak to. And I'm a firm believer that if someone doesn't apply, reply to your email, then they haven't gotten it. Mm. It's amazing yeah. how many emails you send out. And if you don't follow up with a call, they don't read it. Yeah. So if someone doesn't reply to your email, don't sit there and cry. Mm. Give them a call. I think that's yeah. really important. And right. if one call doesn't work, give them 14 give them, calls. Give them 14 calls. <laughs> yeah. If any organizers are probably listening to this, like, oh, God. Yes. Oh, yeah, we know her. <laughs> <laughs> she is the one that kept calling. Yeah. No, but it's a great way as well to build relationships. So no, I like for to sure. think that, you know, at the end of those 14 calls, we're very tight. Yeah, 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 for sure. And they're like, ignore. (laughs) Absolutely. At least they'll remember you. Yeah, exactly. And I always come up with ways that I can give value, which I think is really important. So maybe I I say to them, hey, is there a particular topic that you're also struggling for for this event? Or how can I help you? I know Mm. how stressful it is to do events. I obviously do the Deals and High Heels events as well. So it's really good to, to build rapport with them too. And yeah. You know, it's uh, yeah. They, they do. There's some amazing events and conferences that happen here in the region. Yeah, for sure. So yeah, we would pitch in our speaker. Mm. Uh, we would then organize to film their mm. keynote or film their panel discussion. Okay. And then this is content that we then break down for social media. So we take out 30 second to one minute highlights of their panel or keynote discussion Mm -hmm. and then we put that out on linkedin we put that out on instagram Mm -hmm. Uh, obviously we we build um well depending on the brand for one of my brands who is a a serial green tech entrepreneur and business sustainability advocate we've built him uh his his uh keynote um website Mm -hmm. so it's got things like um events he's spoken at press he's been featured in and topics he would discuss because obviously it's it's great to have your your company website but if you're really serious about becoming an international keynote speaker and Mm -hmm. having that that pr it's it's good to have a a website for yourself as well for all your press this is interesting i'm learning so much because (laughs) i really enjoy speaking opportunities and um i've spoken at step uh, a couple of times I've, i've been in panels and meet Magento and Jitex and stuff. Um, and just like with content, the more you do it, the better you get at it, the more comfortable you, you get at it. I remember for the first one, like I was, my hands were so sweaty <laughs> and I was shaking and I was really hoping it was not obvious to people. Yeah. And either people are really nice and they said that it wasn't obvious or they just wanted to make me feel better. Um, but uh, overall, I do think that it's it's been using my network to get through to events. And because I spoke at one event, at one panel at Step Conference, it was easier the next year and easier still. Absolutely. Yeah. I don't think I've utilized all of that content as much as I should have. I mean, aside from sharing the whole talk on LinkedIn, mm-hmm. I haven't really profiled myself as a speaker. And... Yeah. Um, once once I've delivered the baby, <laughs> I plan on definitely getting back into it because it is something I really enjoy. Yeah. And this is why the podcast also is something that uh, we came up with because it does position you as a thought leader. Absolutely. As yeah. um, someone who has something to say and value to provide. So I'm definitely making a mental yeah. note of all the tips you're giving. And, uh, and what you said about um, providing value to the event organizers as well. Well, like so, this year we were actually uh, media partners for Step Conference. Yep. Awesome! Yeah, Step Conference was great. Wasn't yeah, it? it's it's the perfect uh, conference for our podcast. Yeah, because it's, it's really startup related, um, you know, and uh, it's a mix between digital technology, media. So, and she was speaking there as well. And uh, we got in as media partners. We told them we'd produce a bunch of content for them. It worked well for us because it's our perfect target market. Mm -hmm. And we got access to like some really cool people, like, you know, the founder of Step, Fadi Ganzur, all these people were there. And because we were media partners, it was much easier to get some time to speak to them. So, 
Yeah, I, uh, but I think if we hadn't positioned ourselves as like, okay, we're going to produce all this content for you for free, uh, it would have been much harder. So yeah. I think it's very uh, valuable to provide your value at the beginning. Oh, yeah. yeah, and we became media partners like three days before the event. <laughs> so <laughs> we're like, okay, yeah, yeah. time to get ready. Yeah. And yeah. isn't collaboration such a great way to grow your brand? Absolutely. For sure. You know, sure. it, it really is. If you can find people to collaborate with, you're automatically opening yourself up to a new market essentially yeah. yeah i think that's what i really really love about living in dubai because and being in this region because it is so uh so much about who you know you know Absolutely. and this podcast has really this podcast his youtube channel his startup all of these avenues have been great for us to meet people like yourself mm-hmm. and the more we talk i'm sure the more we'll find uh, people in our network as well yeah. that uh we can connected to like um yesterday we've actually had raj kotecha on the show yeah and yesterday we were catching up with him because we're going to see him for my friends your friends soon and he was like oh i know briar from before like you know <laughs> raj was one of the first people i met when i moved to dubai no way. which was awesome yeah, so we yeah. always touch base and you okay. know reflect on our journeys yeah, yeah. I, I i love catching up with him like at least once a month or so because suddenly he'll throw something at me that i'm like hmm I didn't That's really think about yeah. it. Yeah. Absolutely. He's a good connector. He's a oh, good, he's, yeah, yeah. he's a very good connector. So I think that uh, considering that Dubai is so small, I feel like startups that are not utilizing their network and their six degrees of separation mm-hmm. or whatever, it's a real missed opportunity. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't have to be go create a podcast for business development mm-hmm. or sales or to position yourself, but it should just be get out of the house go for deals in high heels go to astro labs and listen mm-hmm. to talks that they're having go visit conferences like it's so important to mm-hmm. just keep feeding your brain and meeting people mm-hmm. and putting yourself out there i think that's true but uh, i think uh, in today's world like having a foot in social media or at least understanding the basics of it is so important yeah because you can scale that you yeah. can't scale how many um, meetings I mean, are you going to yeah. attend yeah. exactly yeah you know but like uh, you can reach thousands and thousands of people through linkedin or instagram and stuff so absolutely and yeah. maybe people following you don't want to buy your services now but they will think of you yes. in 8 months time because mm. they've been following you this entire time yeah. yeah i guess you're right in the way that it has to be a good mix of offline and online absolutely. pr uh, yeah. strategy so when you can't be present in person you're still giving people lots and lots of value to from one platform reaching out to so many people absolutely yeah. um part of what we did uh, well part of what i did as a business development strategy last year was I would look at Forbes or Entrepreneur Magazine and, and map out people in the region who I thought would be very interesting to meet. They didn't even have to be prospective clients or anything mm. like that. And I would reach out to them directly on social media. So again, mm-hmm. it's good to have a good presence or a, yeah. a, a decent looking profile so that they're, they're interested in meeting you. Yeah, yeah, because they will stalk you when you Absolutely. Go you so, them. you know, mm-hmm. and I was just amazed about how friendly this region is and how, mm. um, like what you say, everyone's happy to, to help each each other and point mm. each other in the right direction so yeah. um but but when i reached out to them i was i was saying to them about this amazon prime tv series i was working on mm-hmm. um which is going to be filmed in montreal in july this year and i'm actually going which is very That's exciting, so, exciting. Very cool. so um there's 40 entrepreneurs coming from all around the world it's oh. a bit like the apprentice but without donald trump okay. yes actually, that's good which is very good and we're also coming together to solve a socio-economic issue okay. that's so it's amazing. got that warm fuzzies oh, to nice. it which is what, uh, do, do we know what it's called so it's called um the social movement oh, oh nice very cool. yeah. so very you guys cool. heard it here first guys yeah. exclusive <laughs> on the podcast yeah that is amazing <laughs> yeah so the filming is happening in july when do you know when it'll be released so it's going to be released in 2020 so next okay. year yeah okay. so we've got a bit of a very time exciting. to wait okay. yeah. um but yeah last last year i was working on that so i was in charge of organizing the team coming from the middle east okay. wow. and so when i was reaching out to all of these individuals i was obviously introducing myself and saying hey listen i'm working on this amazon prime TV uh-huh. series and uh, as well we were also working on a very simple in-house marketing series called Business Quickfire essentially okay. we just sat the CEO or entrepreneur in front of us and did a 
They did a one minute piece of advice that they would give out to the community. Okay. So okay, it was something nice. super simple, but because we had value to, to give to these people, everyone was like, yeah, let's meet 100%. Yeah. And again, it's just, a, you know, by reaching out to people with value, it's it's a very sure. good way to, to get out there without directly selling your services. Yeah, yeah. and who's going to say no to being on TV? Right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Exactly. Amazon Prime, you say? <laughs> Montreal, you and say? Do, do you know how I got in touch with the executive producer for, for this TV series? Uh-huh. Did you call them 14 times? <laughs> no, I didn't, <laughs> surprisingly. Uh, he actually reached out to me on Instagram. Oh, no way. Yeah, so he sent me a good old DM on, on Instagram and that's how it all started. So oh, again, cool. entrepreneurs, you need to be on Instagram. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, so do you know, uh, of, of, of course you know, but can you tell us who, who the people are who are selected? Oh, I can't. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that will be after the yeah. stops rolling. Uh, so, yeah. yeah. That is very exciting. Cool. The social movement. So something to look forward to in 2020. Absolutely. Aside from the yeah. expo. I don't know what I'll do with the expo, but <laughs> yeah. still. Yeah. Cool. And do you have any other tips for uh, yeah, um, offline? Uh, so so, uh, so we covered digital quite a bit. So mm-hmm. what do you suggest for people doing offline? Like if you want to be in press or mm-hmm. magazines? And, and, and specifically on offline, you said one of your clients... Uh, was into sustainability mm-hmm. and green living and, and all of that. Does this person have a paper media kit? Like a media kit on paper? So email. Okay, fine. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> it has a paper but media kit. In, in no, don't, that. don't people have paper media, printed media kits as well? Oh, I don't know. Maybe. Okay. If they send it by... I don't know. None of my clients By pigeon or something. <laughs> but um, Okay, I think, I think we've got the point here. But uh, Carl, so th- this is my client Carl that we're talking about, Carl Fielder, and he has a very cool message actually because he's all about business sustainability and okay. his kind of messaging, he's like, we spent far too long trying to talk to the consumer about yeah, saving paper and, mm. and plastic bags and that stuff's all good and all great and yes, people should be doing it. But did you know that just 100 companies have caused 71% of the world's greenhouse gas since 1988? So if serious? we just sat, sat down and had 100 companies coffees with people we would solve 71 percent of the problem oh my god yeah so his messaging is more aimed at the businesses and saying that the corporations are are to blame and need to develop green tech solutions Mm -hmm. and innovate yeah yeah i think it helps to from a pr angle as well to be so specific and targeted with your message and know your audience Absolutely. And practice, um, regarding the offline uh, PR tips, practice your communication. Mm -hmm. Practice speaking to to, to people and talking about your company in this way. And then for the next person, talk about it in a slightly different way because keywords that you say will register with people. They'll be like, oh, that's amazing. So for instance, I used to talk about us as a digital marketing company. We're not a digital marketing company at all. Essentially, we are a new age PR company. Mm -hmm. And when I started saying new age PR company, they were like, oh, that Mm. makes a lot of sense, Yeah, Yeah. you know? And um, so so practice talking about it in different ways and and storytelling is obviously Mm. super important. When you tell stories, that's when you really connect with people. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, We did an episode on how to pitch your business. And as part of that episode, a really important point was just nailing your elevator pitch. Um, And... As part of uh, Sid, Sid and my business, uh, Ajarkar, a strategy that has really worked is uh, we have an online car rental marketplace platform. When you talk about it, if people are into cars, they're interested in things. If people need it right then and there, they're very interested. But what's really cool about Ajarkar is the way it looks. Yeah. So always, every the time the user experience on the website the kind of cars is, we have. Yeah. Is, is very good. So every time Sid, especially when he's pitching the business, is he opens it up on his on his phone. It loads super fast and he gives it to people awesome. to take a look yeah. at. And everyone scrolls through it and they're like, oh, that looks cool. And so many times we've met people a second time or third time after a long break and they remember it just because he placed the product in mm-hmm. their hands. He mm-hmm. broke that. A lot of people are too afraid to get too close to people, you mm-hmm. know, and and get into their personal space a bit, not, you know, <laughs> not too just much. a bit, not too much, <laughs> not too much. I've had sales pitches where they get too much in your yeah. space. But I think that... Um, I think that it's a sign of confidence if you can 
uh, break that personal space just a bit absolutely um to share your product and it's a tactic that's really worked you and know i think oversharing you know just just give them enough to then invite more questions yes. Yes. as well and that's definitely what you're you're doing with that you're yeah. inviting them to ask more about it which is yeah. awesome yeah no yeah. definitely that that helps i remember going to a party and uh you know the usual what do you do um and someone said oh i'm a storyteller and i was like oh that's interesting so How? what do you Why? do yeah. <laughs> and she was like i'm a copywriter and i'm in i'm in marketing and advertising as well and i was like i have met so many copywriters nobody has introduced themselves like that yeah. and it just intrigued me to mm. to ask more just like it would anybody else absolutely yeah. so we spoke about how important it is to attend networking events and and all of that so it's really important to nail your elevator pitch for you yourself as a brand but also for your business i think that's Absolutely. a really good tip yeah. and i think thinking about the the kind of person that you're communicating with as well mm-hmm. you know what i know it's obviously very hard to judge when you first met them for the first time but but, mm. but think about you know did they introduce themselves quite quietly or were they mm. quite like loud when they said hello you know yeah. and that gives you a bit of an idea as to how you should talk back to them mm. sure. because you don't want to yell at a quiet person but yeah. then if you whisper at someone who is quite loud themselves i'll be like oh yeah. so just kind of getting that that right balance of energy is really good at networking events as well yeah. yeah yeah i guess people need to do that when they're planning out their content strategy as well right you speak to your audience on linkedin a very specific way than yeah. you do on instagram and and on twitter so so i think that's quite interesting i don't think i tailor my responses based on <laughs> i think i'm just always loud you know which is <laughs> <laughs> great you're yourself yeah, yeah but but i think it, I don't it think is you some, can help it be <laughs> no i think i think i'll keep that in mind for sure uh. to to just respond based on how i'm spoken to for sure yeah i think it's good advice Yeah. Uh so another thing I think is uh, important about uh, PR activities mm-hmm. um is uh, the SEO benefit. Mm-hmm. So um you know one of the biggest factors when it comes to SEO ranking is where where other people are talking about you. Absolutely. So um you know in every episode of the podcast as well it our links there in the bio so you know it keeps giving traction to Ajarkar keeps driving traffic to uh you know our business our podcast it's mm-hmm. everywhere in youtube but uh when other sites do it and they cover you then you get a lot of traction out of that so just wanted to let you guys know like technically it helps a lot to drive business directly even other than profiling yourself yeah absolutely yeah. and you know i th- i think it's uh it's it's really great to be thinking of magazines or mm. you know podcasts that you can can yeah. that that share your target market and that are mm. relevant for your brand that's the key thing um we write uh, a lot of art- i write articles for myself and mm. you know for for work with clients to write their articles <laughs> and we pitch them to magazines and things mm-hmm. yeah. okay. um you know and and say we're we're pitching something to entrepreneur magazine while well, we think okay this has to be an article that entrepreneurs would enjoy mm-hmm. which yeah. is different to ceo magazine it would be a different positioning for the article yeah. so write 700 words work if you're not a fantastic writer that's fine work with a, a copywriter or someone who can help edit mm-hmm. um your work into a masterpiece mm-hmm. and then you know submit it in and if it's a good uh, a good article that you They'll know the the editors feel that would benefit their community they will publish it yeah. or publish on your own blog as well yeah. you know start writing there and then practice until you're you're good enough to, to sort of work in with the magazines mm-hmm. yeah, yeah so uh, that happened to us like pretty much um we launched about two and a half years ago pretty much two months after we launched uh we pushed an article to to time out abu dhabi to mm-hmm. say that we are launching this is uh you know this is the product and stuff so they liked it they thought it was cool and uh at that time we were more fo- focused on luxury cars so it was all like ferraris and lamborghinis and like you could rent these cars. you can you can still rent them but now we have a broader range of cars so they liked that they picked it up they published it in time out abu dhabi So, you know, it was a good initial traction that we got from there. So Awesome. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and again, it's going to be ranked on the, exactly. the web it as well. Exactly, it helps with our SEO. Third-party yeah. yeah. credibility. Yeah. yeah, because authority backlinks are so important for SEO Absolutely, as well. Yeah. So it's actually, I think, it's the, one of the biggest factors. Page speed, um, and then your HTML design, and then finally your uh, your backlinks. backlinks. Yeah, yeah, super important. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
So I also read uh, online uh, while stalking you that you are working on a novel. I am. Can you tell us a little <laughs> bit about that? Yeah. So essentially, it's uh, it's for entrepreneurs. It's okay. about building your your brand to get business and okay. for business okay. success. So a lot of the things that I talked about today, I do talk about in my novel. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's obviously a lot of books out there for PR, mm-hmm. but a lot of them are very outdated. You know, there's a lot of mm-hmm. new techniques you can be using, a lot of what we've touched on today. Okay. Um, and yeah, I'm I'm about halfway through it. Okay. Writing a novel is seriously hard work. Yep, uh, I can imagine. <laughs> yeah. I just like to, to mention. Mm-hmm. And yeah. so I will be very happy when I've got gotten it finished. But okay. um, yeah, really looking forward to publishing it. And actually I do I do like writing, mm-hmm. but um, you know, it's 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 long. Yeah. yeah. A novel's long. Yeah. <laughs> do you have a name for it yet uh not really no okay kind okay. of something along the lines of what i said but i okay. i think it will it needs to be a bit more punchier okay that's Fine. that's what sells uh-huh. a great book i read recently which i'm sure that the both of you would enjoy is trust me i'm lying okay. by ryan holiday okay he's the kind of guy that will put a, a billboard up of his clients then that night he will go and tear it down, light it on fire. Then he takes pictures of it the next day, sends off press releases of fake email addresses <laughs> to the editors. So then everyone's all writing about it and it's his client. No. So that is like, very smart. Yeah, so yeah. that's a, a very new age PR strategy that works well for the algorithms and for viral Sensationalism. news. Sensationalism. Yeah, yeah, you might totally say, right? Sensationalism. But I do yeah. read that book. I've just been uh, reading it like, oh my goodness, the entire way through. That is super interesting oh, though. Nice. Yeah. I need to pick that up. Yeah. Because that works on YouTube as well, you know, like Sensationalism. Uh, yeah, for people sure. People click on that stuff. So S- Sid has a video about <laughs> this dog attacked my dog. And um, <laughs> spoiler alert, there is no attack happening. Dude, but the on thumbnail YouTube, suggests it. <laughs> so on YouTube, what works, uh, I guess it works on every video format, is your thumbnail and your title. Those yeah. are the two most important things. That Those are the two things that determine how many views your video will get. Yeah. The content, if it's good, then... The, the algorithm will start pushing it automatically. Mm-hmm. So sometimes your video will start going viral. But if nobody clicks on it, then that the algorithm never has a chance to check whether your video is worth watching or not. So mm-hmm. thumbnail and uh, and your title should be a little bit clickbaity if you want to do anything on YouTube. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, with any content, it needs to have thumb-stopping power, right? It, like, it, like you're scrolling There's so much feet. content. Mm-hmm. There's yeah. so much content, especially on YouTube. Like, there's so much and uh, your video needs to stand out somehow. And uh, on LinkedIn, as you said, it's not as bad because you're like going through the feed. But on YouTube, people's, um, pe- first of all, people when they're watching a video, it's a little bit more long format. So people are watching for a while and then the next one should be yours. And like they have so many to choose from. So yeah, absolutely. I'm, I'm not a YouTube watcher. No. I watch his videos. <laughs> so Not even all my videos. <laughs> <laughs> I do a lot of how to. Yeah, Actually, you know, say I can't build to. something. Yeah, yeah, if I can't build something, I always how to build this yep. song. Yeah. yeah, how to sing the next so, country song. So search. <laughs> no, but search how is a very powerful thing. Put up a couch, my Kia. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yeah. No, but search is super powerful because I've got videos that I did three years ago that still get views today, yeah. and they mm. keep getting views because they're ranking on for something. So I have a series called Living in Dubai. So. If you're moving to Dubai, all those videos in that playlist are targeted to people who are looking to move to Dubai. Awesome. Because that's my target audience for because my Because they would look to rent a car. Yeah, yeah. either they're Absolutely. looking to move to Dubai or they're looking to visit Dubai. So, you know, yeah. that tourist market is our audience. So, um, all those videos are targeted towards them and a lot of them rank. So, they've got hundreds of thousands of views. You know, some of 200,000 views from like three years ago and they mm-hmm. keep getting views because yeah. they rank so which is great yeah, yeah. definitely uh, so, so it's working for you while you're sleeping yeah, yeah. so that's what it's yeah. powerful exactly it's an inbound marketing strategy isn't exactly it? Yeah. kind of does what you want it to and yeah. you're just on the yeah. beach in yeah, so no Bali <laughs> yeah definitely so if you have a couple of thousand videos like that that rank you could pretty much you know leave it on autopilot and yeah absolutely take, yeah I think that's why content marketing, which is something that you have been saying, is so important for startups because paid media, paying for billboards and print ads, not only is it really dated and futile and not measurable, mm-hmm. um, it's also very, very expensive. So yeah. with content marketing, 
it requires a lot of dedication. You're writing content, you're doing video content, um, you're capturing the keynote talks that you do and things like that. All of it requires a lot of time and mm -hmm. uh, um, just, just time and resource investment. But if it is on platforms that consistently keep getting views, this is why I love YouTube and podcasting mm -hmm. as a channel because your content doesn't date as quickly as it does on Instagram, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, you posted something two seconds ago, it's already old. Exactly. It's got um, a very short content lifespan, doesn't exactly. it? Twitter's even worse. Exactly. You know, you can post yeah. up to three times a day on Twitter and, and not annoy still, people. Exactly. Yeah. So so that's why we especially uh, spend quite a bit of time um, on these two platforms. And with the Jar yeah. Car, uh, the blog is a very important channel as well because, mm -hmm. again, it's one of those where it keeps the articles that we put up keep getting views. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So. I like searchable content. It has a much longer lifespan. Unfortunately, Absolutely. Instagram, I found, is there's a lot of... Don't say anything about Instagram. <laughs> yeah, we love it. <laughs> yeah. There's a lot of discovery, which is cool. A lot of people, a lot of eyeballs, but uh, keeping attention is difficult. And then yeah. um, that the content piece only has a limited lifespan, mm -hmm. maybe a day or two, and then it's dead. You Have know? you read... Um, so Gary Vaynerchuk released this awesome... 86 page uh, presentation on how to create micro content from macro content. Yeah. So say you've got like an article or like like this podcast or you know something like that. Yeah, you you cut can it down into tiny absolutely chunks. Love that saving strategy. yourself time. Mm. And you can start with an article. You can then make it into a podcast, make it into a video, mm. put some tweets out from it. So it's yeah. really important that you are optimizing your time because as an entrepreneur, you can't yeah. do everything. Yeah. yeah. And uh, just kind of slot it into your life. And hey, if you're not good at writing do podcasting or do videos if you're not good at videos and you're better at writing write yeah. some so you know there's lots of different things that yeah. you can be doing and if you're not good at any of that find someone who yeah, can do it exactly. put some favors make yeah. 14 calls or just start <laughs> practicing yeah make 14 calls <laughs> yeah exactly um so aside from deals and high heels and briar prestige international what are your I, I imagine that that's already a very full day. Don't forget about the book. And the book <laughs> and the Amazon Prime TV show. Aside from that, what else do you have on? So we are also starting a fashion label, which oh, I'm wow. very excited about. So it's corporate fashion. Have you seen Jessica Pearson from Suits? Yes. Yeah. Oh, oh, my yes. God. So I'm very much channeling Love my... Her. In a Jessica. <laughs> so we're, we're thinking, you know, very uh, straight lines, you know, very classy, sophisticated, because it's so hard to find mm -hmm. appropriate clothes to wear to work. So yeah. I'm, I'm literally just thinking of the people following me already. Mm -hmm. yeah. And I'm coming up with products that I think they would really enjoy and that would benefit them as well. So I'm oh, that's amazing. working out how I can optimize my, my market even more. So I'm going to go to Italy in about August time for that. Mm -hmm. uh, also as well started, a, well, co-founded a fashion fitness stable oh nice uh, called tights um so tights tights yeah with a z on the end of it nice so we're we're hoping to bring a little bit more you know how you know how on the weekend you wear your sports gear even if mm -hmm. you're not playing sports yes so <laughs> grocery shopping <laughs> yeah oh i've to just come cafe. from yoga and i don't have a drop of sweat <laughs> yes exactly yep so we're, we're really aiming at that market okay <laughs> <laughs> and the, the at leisure where with at leisure. just the leisure exactly <laughs> but yeah. You know, in saying that, you can definitely wear these out for a, for a workout. Okay. Um, and as well, starting a sunglasses label, which is is aligned with the the fashion label too. Wow. I have a very important question: How many hours does your day have versus <laughs> ours? Because we thought we packed a lot, you know. Yeah. So yeah, I think it's obviously I've got my team, which is amazing. Mm. I love mm -hmm. them to pieces, uh, which really helps because of course when you started, when I started out, it was just me, myself, and I. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, it's really important to to obviously be delegating. But my day starts quite early. I'd say you know around seven a.m. Mm -hmm. and then I'm I'm literally working until I sleep, and then I go to bed, and then I'm one of those people. 2 a.m. in the night, I'm like, oh my God, I've had an idea. Oh, you know, okay. and I have to like get out there and like start writing it and okay. <laughs> start working Very on nice. it. So no, that's amazing. I like to be busy. Yeah, yeah. those are really exciting projects. Exactly. And so yeah. no leisure time? So I, I do have some leisure time. Okay. Uh, I like to go to yoga on the mm -hmm. weekends. I'm not okay. especially great, but I think it's a really good... 
relaxation for for your mind and also you know stretching is really good for your body and surprisingly i also play football okay. uh, so i play football every thursday oh, by football awesome. i mean soccer <laughs> yes i mean soccer new zealand i'm sorry i call no, it football, football. now <laughs> uh, my new zealand friends are like who is she <laughs> <laughs> oh my god she's changed so much I know. she's gone to dubai <laughs> right <laughs> it was yeah. the brits i blame for for the football <laughs> Mm. Um, but yeah, I love I love football so much. So oh, it's, wow. you know, team sports great. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I haven't and played gets a little aggression out. Oh as well, yeah, I guess, right. You know? yeah, yeah, I actually got that told kind of it's a that good workout as well. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's a good workout. I got as told well. off the other week because I was barging into the other girls too much. So. <laughs> oh my god. Okay, maybe too much aggression. <laughs> More yoga then, than less football. Yeah. <laughs> but I used to play with guys when I first moved to Dubai, so okay. I think that they they started to bring that out a bit. Oh, okay. Quite aggressive players. Yeah. Oh, okay. Wow. Very cool. Great. So it's been so much fun getting to know you and getting to hear your tips, which are very, very beneficial for our audience. So if we had to end with one tip that you had to give entrepreneurs, what would that be? One tip. This yes. is going to be hard. One tip, 30 <laughs> seconds. No, I'm kidding. One tip. No, I think just keep at it. You know, persistency mm. does pay off practice makes perfect mm. um get out there put yourself out there challenge the status quo mm. and yeah do take time you know don't feel like you have to work all the time mm-hmm. don't listen to this and think that i work all the time because <laughs> trust me i i don't you know it's really important to sit down there take some time out mm-hmm. go enjoy yoga go enjoy some coffee with friends mm-hmm. utilize your network mm-hmm. yeah. yeah i'll stop it there i could give a lot of, <laughs> a lot of advice <laughs> no i think i think it's quite good because uh Basically, I think it helps to step away a little bit uh, sometimes from your business because I think as an entrepreneur, you never really stop thinking about work and you never really stop thinking about your business. But I think physically removing yourself and and putting yourself outside of it, I think it gives you perspective, you know? You know, some of the best ideas I've had is when I'm taking a break. Like, you know, like sometimes something just comes to you because your mind's relaxed, so... I think that makes a difference. For Absolutely. Sure. Yeah. It helps with the creativity. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, we have this thing where uh, I, I mentioned it in another episode as well. But I really like that we do this uh, where every time we travel, um, I don't know, just getting out of the buy sometimes, it helps refocus. And that's when we're like, okay, so during this vacation, these are our goals for the next three months or six months Yeah, we came up with the idea of the podcast when we were on holiday in Mauritius. Yeah. Like, it's it's something we do where uh, some goals are small, some goals are, uh, you know, what we want out of our business. But it we like to do that when we are away from Dubai, and then yeah. come back, and then Dubai is all about action. And you so, know, most of it usually happens. Yeah, yeah. Touchwood. Yeah, yeah. I mean, cool. Touchwood. We work towards it. But, yeah, of course. Yeah, but but yeah. having set a setting a goal in your head, I think it just yeah. it just makes things like work. You know? Yeah, yeah definitely. Yeah. Set goals and then slowly, slowly work, work towards, towards them. them. Do a bit each day, chip away at it. Right. Yeah. 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 For sure. Well, it's been amazing having you uh, on the show. Uh, how can we get people to get in touch with you? Is the best way Instagram DM? <laughs> so um, it's been awesome to be here. Thank you so much. And yeah, you can find me on Instagram, Briar underscore Prestige. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously, Facebook, LinkedIn. Yeah. Okay. You we can leave find links. <laughs> we leave links to awesome. all, all your uh, channels as well. Um, and because we are on uh, Anchor, you can also leave a voice note for us with any questions that you have for Briar or for us. And yeah. Yeah. If you're watching us on YouTube, by the way, we record this uh, podcast and put it up on YouTube as well. You can uh, find it by st- searching for Startup Hustle Middle East. Please subscribe and like if you're watching it on YouTube. If you're listening to it on the podcast, please leave us a review. It really helps us out to reach more people. All right. Thank you so much for being on the podcast and keep on hustling. All right. Thank you.